Click Play, and I want to welcome you to season two, episode 80 something. I don't remember right now, but we're in the 80s. <laughs> and this week, we're going to talk about commanding a room. As always, this is your host, Hannah Salazar, and you're listening to the Advice from Hannah show where we talk about raw emotions and interview really dope people. If you love us, I want you to click the subscribe button. I want you to share this with your friends. Go on Instagram and shout me out right in my DMs. We're going to become like bestest friends. All right. So let's get ready to jump into this bad boy, shall we? Baby. So, you know, I did an inquiry on Instagram a couple weeks ago and I asked everyone, you know, what type of topics they'd like to see me on. Uh, I have a segment called Wisdom Wednesday with Hannah, which is like a video that I do online each week, just giving some wisdom. And one of my dear friends, the Huge Sister, shout out to them. We opened season two with them. They actually asked how to command a room. And I've been told once or twice, or, you know, maybe a lot of times, that whenever I enter a room that it's so, like, magnetic. That everybody seems to look at me, that I just have this presence, this light. And it's something, I guess, that I, I'd like to think I was born with because I've been hearing this ever since I was a kid. Just that when I walk into a room that, that just all eyes on me. However, if this is something that's not in your nature, that's not in your natural habitat, going into a room can be extremely daunting, especially when you're going into these business settings or you're starting something new or you're just in a social setting. Can we just talk about that for two seconds? I know with everything that's going on right now in 2020, if you're listening this to this, you know that we're not really going into many rooms. However, we're still going into rooms and presence, your presence needs to be known. Vice from Hannah says your presence needs to be known every single time you step into every room. Doesn't matter if it's from your bedroom to your living room at this point. Everybody needs to know when you enter a room. So I'm going to share with you some tips I found on Inc.com. And I thought that they were super cool as well because as I was reading the article, I'm like, okay, well, this is like ish that I do. So when you're in a social setting or a professional setting, or even when you're online, you have to think of your intention before going into the room. I know there's an episode somewhere in, in season one about the power of networking. This also goes hand in hand with uh, how to enter a room, how to command a room. So, you know, what's your intention? Why are you going into this room? What is the reason that you have gotten out of your home or out of your comfort zone to go into this room? What are you doing? Why are you doing this? Once you set your intention of the why you're doing this, because let me tell you, if you're just going just to go, stay home, stay the F home, okay? <laughs> Nobody wants you there if you don't want to be there. You have to set your intention, right? So you have to arrive at the door like you are a powerhouse and that absolutely nobody or really anything can stop you from doing what it is that you want to do. It's super important that we have to understand that the intentions that we set out each and every single day, the intentions that we set out before we have a conversation are super beneficial because vibes are real. We know this. We've talked about this. Your vibe that's what attracts the, the good 
and then maybe not so good things into your life. So if your vibrations are right and your intentions are set before you're going into the room, you already know what you're going into, into that room for. Why? You know, I'm going into that room because I want to talk about my podcast and I want to potentially land gigs or potentially be able to, you know, freelance for for a corporation or be part of somebody's advisory board. It's it's what are my intentions when I walk into a room? Those are it. So if you're listening to me and you know any of those resonated with you, hit me up and we could definitely have a little combo. But those are my intentions when I walk into every single room. And I want you to sit down and think exactly what it is that your intentions are when you're going into rooms. What is it that you want to do, right? Because there's no point of us going into a room without any idea of what you want to do because might as well just stay home. Ground yourself. So before I enter any room, I usually have a couple minutes to myself because, you know, you're, you're in the hustle and bustle, right? Whether you're you're taking public transportation, whether you're driving, whether you're walking, that commute time can also be, it can also add stress to your body and it can also, you know, cause strain. You know, I'm going to be late. I'm going to be early. Nobody likes me. I smell. So ground yourself. So before I go into any room, I usually go to the, uh, to the powder room check myself make sure that i look okay that i don't have anything on my teeth that nothing got stained on my clothes that my shoes look clean this is something that just i know makes me feel good because there's nothing worse than you walk into the room and noticing that you have a a, a coffee stain on your pants or that's something that you rubbed up against because now you're just something that's that's off with your outfit or or something that doesn't sit quite right that's going to take away from your presence So grounding myself is going into the powder room, making sure I look good and giving myself like that little pep talk. Have you guys ever given yourself a pep talk? I give myself pep talks all the time. They're really fun. I swear it's because I'm an only child. I really like 95% of the things that I do. I think it's because I grew up by myself. So I'm used to being alone and I am not afraid to go into a room by myself because I was, you know, alone most of my life. So feet on the ground eyes on the prize and mindset open okay ground yourself i'm going into this room with my intentions i'm grounding myself and i'm going to be fully present in this room in this meeting because yeah we can sit on our phones to pretend like we're important answering some email or whatever but unless you're part of the bomb squad you don't need to be on your phone 24 7 okay you don't need to deactivate some nuclear weapon or anything like that if that's your job and you're listening to me what up but if it's not get off your phone <laughs> grind yourself put both feet on the on the ground and make sure that you're fully present in there another important point is your elevator pitch and you know i'm gonna be honest with you I'm not always a big fan of the elevator pitch, you know, the 30 to 60 seconds that you tell somebody what you do, because I I rather think I like to think now at this point of of the game that, you know, what do you do? It's such a dry icebreaker that you might as well not say anything to me. (laughs) I don't know how that's going to sound later, but you know what I mean? So there's so many innovative ways to to ask somebody what what their profession is or what their passions are that, you know, what do you do just comes off so so bland and and so bleh yet it's some people's go-to lines so whenever that happens i need you to have a 30 30 to 60 second pitch of what you do whether it's you're selling donuts 
cupcakes, nails, or you want to become the next Oprah, or you're running an academy, or you're a marketer, whatever it is that you are doing, I need you to sum it up in 30 to 60 seconds. For instance, if somebody meets me and they like to ask me that cliche you know, question, what do you do? I say I'm the digital, I'm the creator of the digital brand advice from Hannah platform and podcast and I teach individuals how to find their light and become their best selves, period. That's my elevator pitch that leaves it open to conversation. What individuals, businesses, uh, like people in general, young people, I also mentor, you know, what is it that you do? So have that in mind because that's going to be one of the things that you get asked about when you're going to a room, whether it's in person or, or virtually, however the case may be right now. If you are, you know, you've entered the room with the intention, your feet are on the ground, you already know you're going to get asked what you're going to do. So don't sit there and, um, you know, yeah, I have like this little page and I have like this little, no, no, nothing is little. Okay. Can we, sit? the only thing that's little is Chicken Little, the movie. Other than that, I don't want you talking about nothing little. You say, things proudly and boldly i am the business owner of abc i empower people to do cde i sell xyz right so go to the go to the gut go to the juggler and tell them exactly what it is that you do each time that you speak with somebody i need you to protect like project your voice and be confident nobody wants to hear you speaking like this and hey i'm you know, unless you're like an artist of some sort or like a poet or anything like that, if that's your jam, then I totally get that. You know, I, I've met, I've considered myself a creative, a creative. And whenever I meet other creatives that are just doing the, the darn thing and their work is just phenomenal, I totally understand the whole reason of, you know, saving all your energy before you get on stage and things like that. That I totally get. If that's your profession, if that's what you're doing and, and you have a lower voice because you're saving your 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 energies and your vibes for when you get on stage. Cool. I get that. There, I, you see you see where I'm going with this episode though? There's different scenarios that apply to different things. So this is why I don't like to say you must do this. You can't do that. You have to do this. It's because each each thing that I'm saying may or may may or may not apply to what's going on in your life currently a rich profession that you're doing. So always take things with a grain of salt and try to apply it to your life the way that you think it's possible. So when I'm saying have command in your voice is be strong in your voice. I, for instance, I did a video not too long ago. And to be honest, I'll be real with you all. Sometimes I don't feel like doing videos, but I really didn't feel like doing that one. And somebody called me out on my pitch, called me out on my voice and said, hey, your voice isn't as commanding it isn't as strong it is as it usually is on every single video and i appreciate feedback like that because no it wasn't my best video and i was aware that i didn't give my 150 percent of it but i still put it up because consistency is the name of my game however when you don't command your voice with strength people will notice and and they will often question your credibility whether you're able to perform the duty and task that you're talking about, right? So I need you to be confident and project your voice because this is about commanding a room. You're going to walk into this room and you're going to own it. You're going to own who you are and, and what you're doing. So I need you to stand there in your power, even though you may have started your business 
three minutes ago before you walked in there or you've just pivoted and you're starting something else. What you know, I don't. Let me repeat that again for the people in the back. What you know how to do, I don't know. I don't know how to do it. This is why I'm asking what you what you do and how you get it done because I'm not sure how to do this and maybe I want to book your services or maybe there's somebody in my network that I can connect you to that needs to do what you're doing that needs to get done to think that you know how to do. But if you're going to be there all wobbly, shaking, not present and, and giving me a spiel of you don't know if you're good enough, guess what? I'm not paying attention to you. And this is the hard, cold facts of many business owners, of many entrepreneurs, of people that are in the game, been in the game for a minute. They don't have, you know, five minutes to hear a detailed explanation of what you do. They have 30, 40 seconds to realize whether you're somebody that they want to pursue or not. Whether that sounds harsh or not i need you to understand and comprehend the importance of commanding a room and the importance of being confident and the importance of being bold and making sure that you feel and think and act like everything you do is a success granted tomorrow you may think of another business that you want to pursue and that's going to be a success too because success is different for all of us to me personally I think being successful is trying. The simple fact that you got up and you tried. You tried to do something. You gave it your all. You looked at all the angles and you just put the work in. And for whatever reason, it may have not panned out the way that you did. You're still successful. Successful because you dared to try. And that to me is success. It made some, for other people's successes, the amount of money in the bank, the amount of praise that they get, the awards, what, how people perceive them, how society perceives them. There's so many different levels of success. But to me, quite frankly, you tried that success. The simple fact that you tried, I think is phenomenal. So I know I'm getting off trend with, with, commanding a room but just make sure that that you get that maybe the idea that you're presenting today you don't feel confident about and you want to present a different idea tomorrow then go for it absolutely go for it because you own your individuality and you own your future you're the one that has the power the key the lights the switch to make all your dreams possible so i need you i urge you to comprehend that before you go into command any single room that you have all the answers and all the possibilities to your success in your hands i feel like i've been rambling today but you know what this is just the episode that (laughs) that you're getting i really feel like this is something that needs to get pointed across and make sure that you are aware of the fact of what it takes to command a room there's so many things that we can dive into one last thing before we jump off this episode because i know i have you for such a short window and i try to give the very best of me is do your homework man do your homework the room that you're getting into find out who's going to be there find out who's on the panel make sure that the demographic that's there is somebody that you that you could see yourself working with right so do your homework, find out who's going to be there. So when somebody comes to speak to you or, or that person that you've been hounding on LinkedIn or Facebook or, or Instagram or TikTok, you know this person is going to be in the room. Come correct. Have your homework done. Spit a fact to them. So this way that you're able to gauge 
their attention because you have an intention of going into that room. Woo-wee! You see that? I've been floating. I've been spitting rhymes for you guys. You know, I'm out here. I'm trying to make advice from Hannah. The brand Pop. I'm excited. I have some super, super cool, dope things coming down the pipe that I know you, my fellow listener and watcher and people that love me are for sure going to support me in. I want to let you know that commanding a room is something everybody can do. Don't let any room be bigger than you because you're the one walking into it. Think about how many people wished that they could even walk in and they couldn't and here you are in there. So make the very best of it all right all right good as always if nobody's told you today i love you and i think you're the mvp of your life this is your favorite host advice from hannah coming at you from her bedroom studio in toronto on a rainy saturday evening wishing you the best week ever Yes. Shout out to everybody that's been listening to me. I just checked my stats and like eight, not even like four weeks ago, I reached 10,000 listens out of nowhere. Now I'm at 12K listens, which is insane. I really hope to look back at this episode a year from now and see where I'm at. But I'm just happy and overjoyed that you are listening to me right now and, and taking in my gems. Okay, I'm leaving for real now. <laughs> Have a good week. Take care.